Yeah. So this is the third time we've tried to record this podcast. <laughs> this is the third time. Uh, third time's a charm. We've got a couple really interesting 14-year-old groms with us. And uh, I guess I don't like the term grom. But uh, Lacey thought it was funny to say, hey, pay attention to your dad. No one's better than him at ruining a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> one's better than running it no she said no one's better than ruining it and you got to get right up on those mics guys so people can hear you hey um uh, i got a question for you what's up if you are russian when you go into the bathroom and you're finnish when you come out of the bathroom what are you while you're in the bathroom anyone know you guys all know you've heard the joke already (laughs) european 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 That's a good. That is a great joke. That's a great joke. Yes, it, Wait, it's, it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we have not heard. Can you dig it for a minute? Well, we haven't heard. Can you dig it? For can a you dig it? Yes. Can you dig it? Yeah, that's right, good. Now we're ready. All right, so we got a couple just amazing uh, mountain bike riders with us right now. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. They're both fourteen years old. Do you guys want to introduce yourself this time? We'll start with you. Yeah. Uh, my name is Skander Anderson and I am the best mountain biker at Angel Fire Bike Park. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually oh. where we're at right now. We're at Angel <laughs> Fire Bike Park. How old are you, Skander? I'm fourteen and a half. And what's and your a- nickname? Uh I can't say it. It's inappropriate. You can't right. say it? No. Okay. We used to call him Skander Rooney, so since you're going to, yeah, I'm just going to tell the world that your nickname is Skander Rooney. I like Scandeasy. Scandeasy, Skander yeah. Rooney, Skander Man, Skander Man Scoots. <laughs> nice. Lots of names. Yep. And you, Poppy. Poppy. Your nickname's also Poppy. Okay, that's good. Right. I've never called you Poppy. I don't actually, <laughs> will probably never call you Poppy, just for the record. I, I don't want you to. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, uh, and you, my fine feathered friend. <laughs> um, my name is Grayson Festerling. I am 14 years old. And I shred mountain bikes. You shred mountain bikes. Yeah. And hey, Liar. so we're we're up at uh <laughs> we're up at Angel Fire Bike Park. Um and we're gonna record uh try to record some episodes in the evenings <sighs> while we're here. Um and we thought it would be cool to bring on these two young guys to tell us uh, a little bit about their backstory and a little bit about their experience at the bike park today. One of them is their first time. That's Grayson, Graysonian. Yep. Do you have a nickname? Um, so my friends at the skate park, when I used to pro scooter, they would call me grape because of my purple helmet. Are you rocking a purple helmet these days? Not anymore. No, that the purple helmet days are over. Purple helmet days are over. It's a good thing you had your helmet on today though. Oh yeah. Right. An angel fire. It is a good thing. We'll definitely get into that. Hey, so maybe we could start out by telling us a little bit of your background. Like you guys are both extreme athletes and have been since you were like five or six years old. Yep. Tell yeah. us a little bit about, um, and you guys can do this together. Tell us a little bit about you know your background and how you guys got into extreme sports and well and what your what your experience is there. So I, both of us as kids, we started to ride scooters at like the skate park with pro scooters, like not just like the razor scooters, but like we would do flips and like tricks and yeah. stuff like. If you that. ever go to a skate park, you'll see kids on scooters probably. Yeah, I mean it's it's all the rage. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and now it's been going on for years, and so some of these, the kids have grown up into adults, yeah. and uh, and, it. and it's the I th- I think it's becoming going to be an Olympic Olympic sport in I don't know what year, but they're looking at it very soon. Yeah, trying to look at bringing pro scootering into Olympic sports. Yeah. But you guys like th- this isn't just like you guys went to the skate park in, in your no. local area. You guys no. rode giant parks all over the all over the country. Yeah, yeah we traveled for uh, I actually qualified for world finals. And I, so we were going to make it and then I broke both of my feet doing a 360 backflip. Well, I broke one of them. It was my fifth metatarsal on my foot. And then, so I think we were what, six months out from world finals. Yeah. Yeah. Six months out for world finals. So we thought it was going to be able to heal. I was going to be able to go to world finals. And where were worlds? Um, It was originally in. Havis. Havasu or was it Amsterdam no. for at first? I think it was initially supposed to be in Amsterdam. Yeah, right? yep, right. it was originally supposed to be in Amsterdam. And then it got moved to Havasu. Lake Havasu. Yep, Lake Havasu. And so then while my foot was healing, we got an x-rayed. It was broken. And they didn't even put it in a cast. They put me in this like shoe thing. And that was really weird. And then I was playing basketball with my friend Lee. 
Shout out to PP Louis. Yep. While my foot was still broken. Good job. Yep. yep. And I got the ball. I did a crossover and I crossed myself and broke my other foot. <laughs> he upgraded. Yep. I, two broken feet. So then I had what about two, the toes? Two broken feet. The to- toes were good. Toes, toes were good. No, what about the weight? I thought you dropped the weight on them. Oh, okay, I'll get to that. You're good. I'll get to that. Um, but so, where was? Oh yeah, and then so then we went in, and then, um, they put me in a boot this time, not that weird shoe thing. And they actually told me that the fifth metatarsal and while the I broke the other one, the other one was still healing. And yeah. when I went in, they told me that the fifth metatarsal is the slowest healing bone. In your body. Yeah. I think it takes what? Long four time. months. Four no, months. Longer longer than yeah. that, I think. Yeah. Just so, probably doesn't get a lot of blood flow away down right, there. Exactly yep. right. And it was on my other foot too. So the first one on the 360 backflip, that was my fifth metatarsal. Then on my other foot, it was, wasn't it like the sixth or something? No, I think you only have. Do you have, do you have or, six? Do you have six toes? No. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, some people do. It was. And we, or, we, and, and we, we're okay with people that have six toes. <laughs> no, it was something we don't discriminate like that. Against, was, we don't discriminate against number of toes. <laughs> Maybe it was the same exact one. I, I think it was. Okay. It's, on both feet. Yep. It's yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. So, so you said 360 backflip and you were also a sponsored rider, right? You rode for. Mad for, Gear. For Mad Gear. And. Uh, what what was it? Simple Mind Gear. Yeah, Simple, Simple Mind Gear. And Scanner, you were you were, you were apparel for a little bit too. Chill, I rode for Chili and Simple Mind Gear also, and uh, me and Grayson both rode for the place in California called the Scooter Stop. Oh yeah, it's that, that yeah, was, right on. So you guys were sponsored by a Scooter yeah. Stop, and then you that's a that's a a, a shop in in California. Yeah. You guys were sponsored by you were by Chili Pro Scooters. You were by MGP or Mad Gear. And yeah. then also, you guys both had a, a clothing brand that was a Simple Mind Gear. Yeah. Right? Oh. Shout out to the sponsors. And you guys started how young on the pro scooters? Oh, six. I would say I really started to like really get into tricks and stuff. Like I think I had my first tail open when I was like seven. Yeah, I think I had it probably around the same age, eight, eight or seven, seven or eight. Yeah. And then, I mean, just to give our listeners an idea, like you guys went, I mean, what are the size of the ramps that you're riding? Oh, okay. So- Probably the biggest ramp that we've hit. The what? vert ramp at Premi, maybe? The vert ramp at Premi is the ma- probably... The so they're talking ramp. about Premises Park. Oh, yeah. and at Woodward. Arizona. At Woodward. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did, you guys, yeah. did you guys ride the half pipe at Woodward or no? No, we didn't. Actually, did we? I think we... Are you talking about the super ramp? Yeah. Yeah. No, we couldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you, I mean, you guys are riding easily, you know, 15 foot... And when you guys are jumping, you guys are, you guys are sometimes can be like 20 feet in the air. Oh yeah. I yeah. was at one point, um, when I was at my full peak in pro scootering, I was doing flips about 12 feet in the air. And just that risk of like being upside down that high was sketchy. In, yeah. It was very sketchy. I mean, I, I knew what I was doing, but still just that slight chance of error is never really worth it. So the interesting thing here, and this will come back when we start talking about biking and like what happened today and you guys riding at the bike park is that I think this establishes at least up for us that you guys have like this amazing air awareness. Like you can go hit a jump and you know how to read the jump, how to read the, the angle of the jump, the lip, you, you know, you guys know how to see where the transition is and try to time the transition. Yeah. I think a lot of that is from scootering. A lot of it is also just natural. I think I think a lot of the action sports, um, for, um, mainly more um, professional scootering, I think it really carries over to mountain biking. Right. So like we can read like, exactly what you said. We can read the ramp, see how it's going to send us. Also, like being in the air um, today, there was a lot of times where I was lopsided in the air, in that I knew if I didn't adjust in the air, that I was going to crash. Right. So I had to literally make a maneuver in the air so I wouldn't so I wouldn't crash. And you guys have been doing that like forever. Forever. Yeah. Right. And also I think part of the reason like reading the ramps and stuff is because like not too long ago me and my friends would go out and build dirt jumps and just like building the lips and knowing how to make the lips really helps with being able to read the lips and know how to jump yeah. them and where to well, like hit them. Yeah, exactly. Cuz some some, you know, 
dirt jumps, you can never get them perfect. They can always yeah. be better. So some of the jumps, sometimes their lip is too much and it kicks your back tire and you go nose dive. Yeah, nose dive. And so that's really sketchy. Um that's probably my least favorite type of lip. Yeah, I've ever. almost faced first yep. like uh, like at least four times this trip alone. We've only so, been here for two days. <laughs> actually, when you hit those, you kind of have to race jump. What that is, is you almost, you jump over the lip kind of. Just before. really low. Yeah. So you're actually launching off. Yeah, you you're la- you're launching in the air yeah. before the lip sends you up. Yep. And BMX exactly. riders and motocross riders and all types of riders use this in racing if they're racing jumps so they can keep their speed. So it doesn't just shoot them straight up in the air. They yeah, keep, exactly. so, they, so they jump exactly. before the lip because the lip will kick them up straight yeah. up. So, so like, okay, so that that establishes you guys as as you know extreme athletes. Talks about like you know how this transitions. Like, what is your before like today and like this year? Like, what is your for each of you guys? What is your experience? And maybe tell say who you are because our listeners don't know when you talk. You know, so you can say this is Grayson, this is Scander. Um, what is your experience on bikes? What have you guys done on bikes? Well, in I'll tell you what, in the last year and that's Grayson. Yeah. <laughs> I have not ridden bikes. Like well, okay, so it started out on the Vale my mountain bike team. Me and Scanner were both on it for what, about a year? In seventh grade yeah. in seventh grade, one yeah. Se- one season, right? Yeah, yeah, one season. So that was that was two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And but it was it was really um fun. It was just extremely tiring because some of the and we would do races and stuff too. Yeah. And those races, they're five miles, seven. Yeah, cross country is not my like Mm-mm. thing. I, yeah, they were they were I you, you guys were it. you guys were on a on a on a mountain bike team and you guys were riding yeah. cross country and it was five to seven eight miles per yeah. race. So literally, it's just like a seven mile sprint to the finish. Yeah, like nonstop. It's just insane. So you are just done. Like. I remember coming across the finish line and I just barely being able to breathe. Yeah, just be like, finally. Like, yeah, like it was. Just I waiting mean, for it to end. It was definitely, it was definitely cool, but yeah, I don't know, not not for me. The race environment was like the people, and then just the environment was awesome, but just cross country is not for me. So you like the people, you like the events, you just didn't like the actual, yeah. like, you didn't like, like the actual pedaling race. part? Yeah. <laughs> the pedaling yeah, I don't part. enjoy pedaling. Like, I don't like pedaling. <laughs> like, but grinding for, I mean, as, as hard as you can go yeah. for, for, for the whole race. Yeah, it's just, it's just not fun line. for me. Yeah, you guys did awesome. It was really fun to, to be there as well as, as parents watching you guys uh, progress that season. Yeah. And then you guys just spent some time on BMX bikes as well. Tell us yeah, about that. Yeah, this year, like, oh, yeah. this year. This past eighth grade and eighth grade, me and Grayson both got pretty into BMXing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, you guys um, go to the dirt jumps, right? Yeah. Yep. There's um, some dirt jumps out in Reader Ranch that we found that are like amazing. Yeah. Like, a home, like uh, homemade dirt jumps yeah, people out there people in the desert. Them yep. and, just DIY. And then, kids, yep. kids built them. Yeah. yeah. And then me and my friends would just add on to them and like make new jumps and stuff because they're like kind of patchy. So yeah. like the dirt jumps were good, but they're like, there's no really good line, so we just make finish the lines and stuff. I remember going out to pick up Grayson and, and watching you guys, and I, I was walking through the desert trying to find where the dirt jumps were because they're hidden. Yep. And and I just remember seeing kids flying in the air. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that must be them. And they've got these like DIY dirt jumps. Yeah, yeah. It was Connor was one of them for sure. But you he shout out to Connor. He listens yeah. to this podcast occasionally. So yeah, yeah, hey, he's, he shreds. And you guys were catching so much air on these DIY dirt jumps in the middle of the desert. It blew my mind. And you seem so comfortable. And you're not riding brakes, right? Yeah. And so you're just flowing these one after the other. Yeah, no brakes on your BMX Yeah, we bikes. take the brakes off so they're lighter. That <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more for tricks. So there's a trick called a bar spin. It's where you spin your bars around. Yep. With brakes, that's... Not really possible. A, a gyro helps with that. Yeah. But you could do a gyro and you could do a tail whip too. I did I mean, mine that, off so it was lighter. Oh, yeah. I can't whip. do oh, yeah. Yep. Anyways, it was very impressive. So so you did the dirt jumps. Um, you did, and what, Do you guys do any racing on the uh, BMX, BMX for a little bit? Well, when I was really young, I did BMX racing and I've, done, I've just done like a couple races scattered and like I practice at the BMX track. Mm-hmm. I used to a lot. So Just because so, just you like to do the jumps, right? Yeah, Not I just like to jump. <laughs> Right, and sometimes you'd bring bikes to the skate parks as well, right? Just yeah. kind of playing oh, around. Yeah, bikes and stuff. That's yeah. fun. So, how did you learn how to hit the jumps? Was it hanging out with people, just watching yo- YouTube's, just just doing it? Literally, just okay. Well, Connor, he taught me. Okay, so so someone helped you, kind of yeah. a mentor. I don't really know because I remember 
also at the peak of scootering, I would bring a bike sometimes to premises, the big skate park in Tucson. Yep, exactly. Um, and I don't, well, so as scootering, professional scootering, you hang out with not only scooter riders, bikers, skaters. Yeah. Yep. Just everyone in the skate park yeah. environment. And yeah. so I remember also, I even got into skating for a little bit. Yep. And yeah. And I, yeah, so did yeah, I. So yeah. Yep. And so I don't know, but it's just something about like just wheels. Wheels, yeah. that, wheels that it wheels transfers over so wheels fast. And it, everyone together. Yeah, and it clicks. And um, so like, um, oh yeah, so the bike. So I would ride my bike over these huge jumps at premises and and I would just watch these bikers do it and I kind of just get the feel for it like I am on the scooter except it's just on a bike. Right. And then I just like, I, I can't like go up to it and be like, I can take one run up to the jump and scope it out if i take any more i'll chicken myself out and uh, you just have to do it like today at angel fire we hit um oh yeah we didn't even look at this we, stuff we just <laughs> rode yeah we hit um probably what 20 foot jumps yeah just yeah, these just stupid huge jumps yep. oh on candyland they were more than 20 foot oh were- yeah they were just stupid and i was terrified of them but skander um went first he hit them and he just i followed him i saw his speed and then I just followed him in and then did exactly what he did. And it really wasn't that bad. Um, and then he took us over this huge, it's called the cannon. It's basically a wooden feature that goes up in a slant. And it's really skinny. Yeah, like, it's really skinny. And you land and then it stops and then it's like a jump. And then you land on the other side in the transition. And it was absolutely huge. And I remember it's it forks, so you go right to hit that huge one that's called the cannon, and then yeah. you go left to just get off the trail, mm-hmm. onto the next trail, and then so basically I looked at it and I was like, oh, glad we're not hitting that. That looks like death. Next, <laughs> I catch up the scanner and he goes, dude, I almost hit that. Next run, we're hitting it, <laughs> and I was terrified. I was just like, all right, I guess I guess we're doing this. So we're up there about to hit it, and I was just like. I, I kept talking to you. I was like, are you so, sure you want to do yeah, it? I was like, so we're hitting this, right? And then <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. we were about to drop in and then I was like, all right, let's go. And then I just hit it. I didn't think twice. And that thing has another name too. What's the other name? The boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I got that whole on video, the whole line you guys did at Candy Lane where you drop in to the, to the first drop and then you hit these 15, 20 foot jumps and you guys for the most part cleared them. You know the the tabletops, right? And then you hit the you know the wooden ramp, and um, yeah, it looked beautiful. It was a clean line. So, Scanner, you were kind of leading the way. You've you've been here. I've been here. I think two times before this. Okay, last year, right? We yeah, came. last just year, for, we just came for a couple times. days, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious. Uh, so we went out today. This is my first time. You guys absolutely smoked me. I could not keep up with you guys to save my life. I almost hurt myself trying to at least see you guys. So how what were your first impressions uh of the park scanner like last year and then and then Grayson this year you being your first time? Like what expectations did you have? What were you, well, you kind of hoping to get I, out of this? What I really thought it was gonna be. So So um the jumps that we hit were I thought that's exactly how I thought the jumps were gonna be. Just these big tables, yeah, some doubles, and then those like side jumps. Um, and then, you know, like some shark, shark fins. Yeah. Shark fins. I love those. Um, and so that's exactly what I thought it was going to be, but I thought it was going to be smooth, like almost riding on concrete. Like if you've ever ridden that compact dirt that is so compacted yeah. that it feels like concrete. I thought that's exactly what it was going to feel like, but there were so many rocks. So it was extremely bumpy. And what happened to, what happens to most people is when they come here on the first day, it's so bumpy that they death grip their um, handlebars because, you know, they don't really want to fall off. And their forearms get so tight and... Get that, get that forearm pump. Yeah. And they have a very juicy pump. And then... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's what it's called in the gym world. Juicy pump? Yeah, a juicy okay. pump. Right. Um, right. We're learning something. And so then they wake up the next day hardly able to open up their hand. And so... When you're riding, when there's a smooth patch, like no bumps, you really got to stretch your hands out. But also, a downside with the bumps, um, 
I got a blister in the middle of my left hand. From riding today. From riding today. So so you're at, you basically said, hey, the and we kind of taught we kind of told you about the or your dad probably told you about the park and what to expect. Yeah. So you so the jumps were kind of like what you expect. The train was what oh, you yeah. expect. It was just you weren't expecting to be as bumpy as it oh, was. Oh, not at all. And this actually is a relatively like fairly smooth environment compared to other parks in the world. They do a good job. And you got to imagine look at how many miles they have up there to like try to smooth all oh, that yeah, out. Oh yeah, it would a, be insane. Crazy amount of work. Um Right on. So, Skinner, what, what were your first impressions? What were your expectations? So, my first impressions was a lot different than what I thought it was. I thought it was going to be kind of like snowboarding, and I, I did not think there was going to be jumps. I thought it was just mostly going to be just regular downhill mountain biking. But when I got here, I went up the lift, and I saw, like, a big old jump. I, I just, like, was so excited. I just wanted to go down everything, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so how has it changed from last year, your first time, to now a return trip? Well, last year I had a whole different mindset. Last year, like, I wasn't, I guess, as Cindy, I would say. Like, last year I had to go up to everything and look at it. This time I just, like, I've done it before, and people have done it before, and they were fine. So just so, go for it. So you just sent it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I noticed. You guys just, you know, from the top, from the, from the jump, you guys just just sent it like super fast. So it must have, must have been that, you know, their experience helped. The thing that kills me as we've talked about, uh, you know, just together here, uh, for the day is you guys haven't been riding a whole lot of mountain biking, um, oh, no yeah. downhill. And you guys just came up here and just did awesome. And so shredded the, the whole, I, all the trails. Josh told me this morning, um, or I think it was last night that you scope it out on the first run, a pre-ride, pre-ride, ride, Yep. Free ride. And so the first run, I remember ver- um, hearing those words, and I followed Skander, and so he's hitting these jumps. I just really like the free ride part. Yeah, me <laughs> too. I like the free the, ride. Skip the, skip the pre ride and yep. the ride, just free ride. So I followed exactly. him. So I just kind of did what he did. And so when I, I... I was comfortable with what I was doing. If I was hitting, let's say, like... Hungry Hippo by myself, which is, um, for the people who don't know, it's a huge jump line. Probably the biggest jump in there, what? No idea. 20 feet. It's big. At least. And today we actually cleared them, which I was super hyped on. And so something like that, I would go over and look at. But if it's these small jumps that I'm comfortable with, I'm going to do what's inside my comfort level. Yeah. So so what what I noticed like as a takeaway is to, to... if you can go with somebody who's experienced a little bit to kind of tow you in. So you had Scander here who had some experience and you guys have a similar riding style and preference, et cetera. So it was a good thing that you guys got to kind of team up. Would you agree? Oh, I, oh yeah, I'm not kidding. Sure. I do not think I could have done half the stuff Just that I did today Grayson. without Scander. Just being around Grayson makes me more Cindy, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So so the company you keep, the, the you know, the ride yeah. with can make a big difference. And p- part of it is because you're hyping each other up. Oh, yeah. yeah no, sure. 100%. Right? Yeah. yeah. Unlike riding with me, where I'd be like, don't do it. <laughs> yes. You're going to kill yourself. As a dad. Don't think do it. About no, but at your the, actions. Think at the about same, what you're going to do. <laughs> at the same time, though, you telling us, like, don't do it. Maybe just wanted- makes me want to do it more. Okay, oh, definitely do okay. it then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay. speak, you know what that's called, you yeah, guys? Yeah, it doesn't work. That's called, uh, do you know what that's called? Reverse psychology. Reverse you psychology. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually uh, writing a book on reverse psychology. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, I, I hope you guys don't buy it. I'm definitely going to buy it. Okay. <laughs> that makes me want to buy it. <laughs> Good. Oh, Thank you. See how he snuck that one in there? Yeah. I did. Um, Feel free to sneak yours in any time. So, so, oh, yeah. You got I a joke? Won't. Oh yeah. Okay. So, what do you call Mike and Josh's angel fire after angel fire after party? What hospital? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hope you're not foreshadowing. Yeah, it's because we're riding him one more yeah. day. Yeah, oh, also, um, you guys going actually, never mind. No, I was going to talk about the crash. Well, let's let's before you get to the crash, let's let's ask this. So, what is the protective gear? that you used in your, you know, previous experience uh, in BMX and pro scooters? Like, what did you guys wear when you um, did that? So, when I did professional scootering, I would wear knee pads, helmet, um, butt pads. <laughs> they call You did, you did yeah. actually Tortoise wear, pads. Yeah, tortoise, you pads. tortoise pads. that yep. like you, They were like underwear with 
kind of like long underwear with, not long underwear, so but like boxer short underwear with. Yeah, like spandex with uh, po- sleeves, pockets in there yeah. to put the pads. Yep. Yeah. Without them, we probably end up like Max's mom. Oh, yeah, you she, land in your tailbone? Break your tailbone, yeah. yeah. No joke. <laughs> um, but, and then mouth guard, mouth guard's essential. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seen so many people lose their teeth scootering. So, guys, those to- mics, if you move them around, they're going to make a ton of noise, which our listeners can hear. So, try not to move the mics around yeah. too much. I got you. Yeah. See. <laughs> Okay, oh. so what else? Uh, you said knee pads, elbow pads? No? Uh, no elbow pads. Okay. The helmet, the uh, mouth gear, shoes, just like Vans or whatever. Yeah, Vans. you guys wear mouthpieces. Yeah. I forgot Converse. about that. Yeah. Yeah, the Converse. Yeah. Just a skate shoe of some sort. Um, okay, so that was protective gear there. You're used to wearing your helmet. I mean, that's that was essential. Yeah. But they weren't full-face helmets. They were not full-face oh. helmets. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, usually we would just wear our helmets, and then we went, when we went to, like, premises, like a bigger skate parks, we would wear knee pads and all that other stuff. Yeah, okay. So, well, when you don't wear... Um, when you wear no pads except for a helmet, usually what we like to call is chill riding. Yeah. You're just chill riding, you know, having fun, doing nothing crazy that you're going to get hurt. Yeah, you're not but trying to regress. You're just doing what you know. Ironically, yeah. as that's you exactly know, when you get hurt. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we, we come up to Angel Fire. And and what was what's the protective gear like that you're wearing here? Oh, okay. So Lots. literally, <laughs> yeah, it's like a full bodysuit. So um, you elbow. feel it l- almost looks like you're a stormtrooper. The one you were wearing. Yeah, the one I was wearing. So basically, yeah. the one I was wearing is it's like a jacket and it's chest protector. And there is actually like some support too um, for your back. It's a belt that wraps around your waist. And then there's elbow pads. Um, and there's forearm pads too, which actually, no, those are the elbow pads. They just go down really long. And then. And there's some stuff on the back too, right? I wasn't able to see it. Yeah. Yep. And I think in the shoulders, there's some. Oh yeah, protective. there's shoulder pads. Um, and then that's it for like the chest and arms. And then we have knee pads. And then of course, can't forget full face helmet. But those knee pads are also knee and shin guards. Shin. Yeah, they knee and shin guards. Yeah. So for our listeners who might want to try a downhill experience. What, do you have any suggestion? I mean, is it, do you need to wear all that stuff? Is there a difference in the mm-hmm. You know the kind of the style of versus just like a, just a chest protector. Uh, what are your thoughts on the protective gear for our listeners? Well, I would say I'd say chest guard and knee pads are definitely essential, and a helmet. Yeah, elbow guards are just are like they're, they're they're good, but I don't think they're super essential. I would say you can. I would say I don't think I would go down there without um, that chest chest protector. Yeah, that I wore today. Also. I mean, if you can't get your hands on any of that stuff except for a helmet, just wear a helmet. Like, so, so, so I it saw saved your face. my life today. I saw your face when you put all the gear on. Yeah. And you were like, oh, Jesus, why am I wearing all this stuff? That's what your face said to me. Yep. How'd that work out for you today? That, I'm not kidding. That <laughs> like, helmet seriously saved my life. So, like, tell us the story. What happened to you? So, it's our third time going down this trail. Um, oh, you've been on that, tra- you were on the trail before? Yeah. I which think one it was, was it? Black. Oh, what was it? I don't know. It was the I'll, one with that I'll, I'll two drops. Lacey. I'll be right back. Um. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Anyways, so um, I hit this drop, and it's only about two feet drop. Literally, like, so small compared to what we've been doing all day. Right. Right? We've been hitting, and this was my, I came in, relaxed with Skander for a little bit, and me and Skander were talking for a little bit, and we were like, dude, I got a bad feeling that if I go back out there, I'm going to crash. Scander said that. Scander said that, and then I literally said the exact same. I had that feeling too. And Scander didn't go back out. Scander did not go back out. I'm so smart. then, <laughs> I was like, I really want to ride. So then, I went out, got on the lift with Easy, Lacey, and Mike, my dad. Yeah. Um, is middle supreme is where we where where you crashed? Middle yeah, supreme. middle supreme. So we hit that drop, and. Um, to the left, there are ruts. Um, like, like, looks like during the, it was raining, there was some mud and people rode through, ru- ru- yep. yeah, rutted yeah, up. Yeah. Rutted up. And you, you, you got, don't, you, you don't want to go there. You, you got don't want to go in a rut. Yep. And I got stuck in that rut going down in that thing or that drop when you go down, it's fast going down there. And so I hit that, I got stuck in the rut and 
I can't quite. It all happens so fast, you know. It's so. It always does. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Like I almost ran in face first into a tree today. Oh, that was a sketchy and I just one. Sat on my brakes and my front tire literally touched the tree. <laughs> no, like that. No, that would have been a bad like, one. And it was oh, like three. in pinball, and there was a jump, and I had hit, like hit a drop, and it was straight down, like a downhill, right? And there was a hip, but the hip did not set you up to curve at all. Right. And then there was a tree just straight in front of me, and I just went straight into it. All right, that's something I want to talk about in a second here about about something you just said. Yeah, and then so. And then I was in the rut, and I couldn't slow down in time. And there happened to be a tree in front of me, and I hit the tree full speed. It flew me off, and I ended up the wrong way on the trail. So, like, going down it, I was the other way, off my bike. Right. And so I fell kind of on my butt, and then my head, I couldn't handle, like, that, the force on my neck. And it just smacked the ground so incredibly hard. And I'm not kidding. If I don't think I would have had a helmet, I would have been out cold. Like, this I... Is, this is interesting. So, you rented a helmet, right? Oh, yeah. We should probably take that helmet back to yeah. him before he rides. Yeah. They're like one and done. Once you, if you have a big yeah. crash like that, I didn't realize how... And how I'm not kidding. I still have a headache today. Or right now. Oh, and when I looked at your back protector, the, like the back, whatever, you could see where it was it was scraped. Like you yep. actually scraped it down. That would have taken out some skin. And it's actually crazy. I walked away fine, except for a little bit of a headache and my wrists hurting from bracing my fall. That's it. If I would not have had any of that gear on, I... would be in the hospital right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. a bad one. Yep. So, so the, the moral of the story is... Wear, wear the, gear. Wear the damn gear. Yeah. yeah. And and I th- I think just tech, like the, it's come a long way. We rented, Grayson and I ended up renting uh, today. And uh, Easy was with us. Y- y'all, our listeners may know Easy, uh, Eric. And he tried on the chest protector first. And then he saw Grayson and I put on the full, I guess, jacket. jacket. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's that's really cool. And it, it gives you great flexibility. It doesn't yeah. re- you know, constrict you at all. Um, you know, it's warm, I guess, but it's going to be warm no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because just the, the, uh, the speeds that you can, you know, get to going downhill, it's, it's it, crazy. Yeah. It's really nice to have the protective gear. What do you think? What's your, what's on, what, what do you think about the protective gear? I think, I don't know. I think it's essential. It's just annoying. Cause I, I really like to be able to move around so I can move my bike around and just like be more free. So. Yeah. That's why I didn't get the jacket. I just got a chest protector and some. Oh, so That's, you just wear the chest protector. Yeah. That was kind of okay. my mindset going into it, actually. I was like, I really like having my mobility on my bike, being able to move. Yeah. I put it on and it really was not that bad. I still had like almost full mo- mobility. Huh. Okay. Then um, what about, uh, do you wear like the glasses or for eye protection or goggles? What do you recommend? Goggles. Well, I like goggles. I actually, I haven't ever ridden glasses, so I don't really know, but I feel like with your full face helmet, it would kind of rub on the side of your yeah, face. Yeah, definitely. It comp- it gives you a headache. It, yeah. Like, especially if you tight of a helmet that's a little bit too small. Yep. It just like gives you a bad headache. Yeah. I was wearing gla- glasses today and not goggles. And one of the things that I noticed was the wind was like blowing so fast, even around my glasses. And I've got kind of wraparound glasses that it was like fogging up my contacts. And I was like having yeah. situations where you're going really fast at the wrong time. Yep. And like my your visibility, my, is my, my oh, vision, yeah. my vision got blurry. And my yeah. goggles even blurred up. Yeah. Same thing. I wore contacts and I switched out halfway through the day. As you know, I put the goggles on and it was uh, not a game changer, but it made a big difference a for me. Big difference. Yeah. And it was more comfortable to Scanner's point. It was starting to give me yeah. a headache. My, yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try that tomorrow. I didn't. I haven't tried. Yeah, that it's before. way better. And you don't have to worry about them moving around or anything. You like, I just forgot about. I just forget about them. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So those are the goggles, eye protection, um, footwear. You guys, nothing fancy, just, just vans, your vans or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can get mountain bike shoes. I was wearing low top, slip on vans, even. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was riding in slip on checkered low top vans. But that's like totally unusual. Oh yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no like, one does that. Yeah, no one does that. So that's, that's that's what unique. I'm. Com- that's just what we're comfortable in. Because yeah, exactly. you, what that's what you've grown up wearing. Yeah. So, uh, like, at the skate park. Yeah, like that's just what I know how to use. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but most people are wearing like mountain bike specific shoes. Oh yeah. And, and Eric made a comment today, as, as some people who may know, Eric generally rides with clipless, right? The, cl- the clipped in. And he, this was his first time, I think, riding actually 
without clips because he flats. loves yeah with, with flats and he had he you gave him some shoes yep. uh what are they the uh, I forget what Adidas five tens five tens yeah. and then with the, the type of pedals with the um, little bolts or screws yeah and he found that they they really grip almost to the point of where he can if if he does have the pedal yeah you it's, know if I can't tell the difference yeah. between clips and flats now so they they yeah. he he was very comfortable on those flats yeah those stealth uh, soles on the bottom of those five tens and you match them up with a nice set of flats and they, they stick like crazy. But you guys, I mean, those, those shoes that you guys wear. Unpopular have, opinion. I think Vans, like I've tried five top ten, tier. Yeah. I don't like shoes. I honestly like Vans a lot better. Yeah, they, you guys yeah. And the used. Vans I have, I got them from my friend and they are actually BMX. Uh, so they're Colt designed X-Vans. also. Yeah. They have like, they still have the waffle cone, but they just have a little bit like they have a wider waffle cone so they can fit on like the spikes. Right on. Yeah, and they fit amazing, and they just they don't slip at all. I love them. And you you can move around a little bit, like if you're trying to adjust your position. Right on. So uh, bike wise, so um, easy rented a a full uh, like a downhill double crown, and we kind of said, hey man, maybe you should you should uh, think about not, and he went with it anyways, and then he regretted that. I think. Yeah, because the other option would have been like an enduro style. Yeah, and um. You know, you come to a downhill park like this, and you're like, look around. It's like, so what? What do we think about seventy five percent riding just like an enduro or a trail bike? Yeah, seventy five percent of the people we saw today riding a enduro bike, and like twenty five percent is that what you guys would think? Dude, would have I a saw cone? one p- person on a hardtail with like you know the suspensions with like a spring, like the black. Yeah, yeah. Coil? I saw a dude yeah. on that. Was with, he was he rip, was he ripping or was he no, just no no, no. It, it was like like a Walmart bike literally. And just just ripping down the mo- hey man people bring r- run what you brung right yeah you guys are both riding your mom's bikes yeah is that true yep that yep. is that That's is awesome. true I'm riding my mom's Ripley or yep. is it the Ripley? That's the Ripley right yeah it's an Ibis Ripley aluminum frame I love it it's it feels like a dirt uh, it's so I'm like around five five and the bikes for like five one to five five so I'm on the upper end so to me it feels like a dirt jumper like it's amazing so you like had that it's a little small and you yeah, can whip it around I'm used to like BMX bikes, scooters, everything like small, everything small. So the big yeah. mountain bike was a struggle for you to like, yeah, to like it manhandle. Just, it just didn't feel, didn't feel as good. Yeah. And, but we, uh, so that's a, that, I think that Ripley comes stock 130, 120, 130 up front, 120 millimeter of suspension in the back. And we extended the front to 140. You can actually buy a kit to extend, uh, that Fox fork out and, and you're riding a live in Bolden, right? Also, yeah. also your mom's yep. and that's a, a 130, 120. So it's hilarious, right? Yep. So they're riding bikes that like, they're not really even your bikes. No, but well, my mom has one now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of skipped me. She's, she, 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 well, that's probably cause I don't know if you know this, but your, your mom, my wife uh, thinks that I'm a cheapskate, a total cheapskate. I don't know. I'm not buying it. So, Mike so just, we just lost five viewers <laughs> <laughs> and, and a podcast or listeners. Yep. I not mean, viewers because pod- there's, yeah. no, there's nothing to look at. YouTube. <laughs> hey, YouTube. I don't, you guys have, this thing you guys have faces for radio. <laughs> yeah. It's not the first time we've said that. <laughs> Our listeners or heard that. Or heard that. Yeah. We've heard it and we've said it. Grayson, did you have a dad joke for us? Oh, uh, I'll get to that in a second. Also, I recently okay. got into golf. Yeah. And I went with Skander the other day and then I went with my brother and my dad and my dad does this really weird thing and he always brings um, an extra pair of socks in what? case he gets a hole of one. Why? Why? In case what? In <laughs> case he gets a hole in one. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It's true. I might adjust the delivery a little bit. Be like, <laughs> he brings an extra pair of socks. Uh. Can you guess why? <laughs> Yeah, in case he gets a hole in one, is that better? Well, I, maybe the fact he's he's telling a dad joke and he's not a dad. So you know, yeah. are we sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Three more months. <laughs> he's not. A, this is a joke. That was a complete joke. All right. So so um. Yeah. Totally. You guys wrote a lot today. Yeah. You guys a- absolutely just crushed it. Oh yeah. Like like uh, you know, Mike tells a story about Easy. Was like, hey. I don't know if the kids are going to be able to keep up with us. And we're like, wait a minute. I don't think you know. What you're, you don't yeah. Think and so Josh specifically gave me directions this morning, this morning yeah. to not, yeah, not egg easy on, not egg easy on because he is 
He's a he's great a, writer. He's yeah, a great, he, he is. In, um, but he's old as hell. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and he's co- pretty competitive. And he's, he's super very competitive. competitive. And so he's not used to this downhill stuff. He's very ca- cross country, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, road, road, he's a road rider. Yep, yeah. He's a road rider. So um, Josh gave told me not to. Ag- Agamon? Yeah. Agamon. Yeah, yeah. Agamon. And before so, you even put your damn shoes on, <laughs> what were you doing? Egging him on. <laughs> what did I say? I was like, I'll see you at the greens later. <laughs> and then oh, I saw you as... at mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there's this run called mac and cheese, and it's literally just switchbacks, like super. It's just like S turns, basically. Yeah. It's, it's a practice beginner. Yep, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's new, actually new this year. They just put that in. It's really? like, you and know, when you specifically for easy or what? <laughs> specifically for easy. They made an easy trail for easy. No, it's for people that don't, that want to get into cycling. Yeah. And they've never done it before. So you want to give them a place where they can get a little bit of gravity experience without, um, you know, having to go up and hit the big stuff. Yeah. So for, for our listeners, you just mentioned someone getting into the sport. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's something. So at, at my point in my life, I'm almost 50 and it, I, I'm not going to ever get to your level, but what about like for anyone maybe who's trying to at least, you know, progress a little bit in air awareness and, you know, doing some downhill and mountain biking, or maybe our listeners have kids, like any, any thoughts that you could maybe share to get them kind of hyped on it as well as enjoy it and not not hurt themselves but but progress and kind of learn that air awareness and you know everything involved with like two-wheeled action sports uh so like when you go off the lift and you see like a a diamond that's black that's the beginner hill so honestly the better you get the funner it is so Thanks. just the more you go the better it gets and just the more you improve it's honestly just repetition going over and over learning if you're like truly brand new learning the bike learning the like learning the park learning the jumps kind of just all of that okay and and i remember taking you guys to the park I mean, you guys would spend hours there so as a as a person when you guys first started going and then as a person who had been there for a while like did you how, how did you guys learn to fit in um, whether it's at a, like an outdoor bike park. Okay, well, well Grayson's one, just super outgoing. He just is friends with everybody. So I'm and I'm friends with him. So it just kind of yeah, it kind of works me. out. Also, um, when I was when I could backflip on my scooter, I still can now. Actually, we went what three months three months ago. Yeah, to Carl's San Diego. Bad. Yep. Um, I was out of retirement for about an hour. <laughs> Back in retirement now. Where, where did you guys go to OB or did you or where, 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 Car- Carl's bad? Carl's bad. Yeah. yeah, and um, so basically. It's kind of weird. As soon as you do a backflip, you know, everyone wants to be your friend. Uh, so I would kind of just pull up to a park, warm up a little bit. Everyone would be like, oh, this kid looks terrible. And then I would just do a backflip and they'd be like, oh, my gosh. And you've been backflipping since you were eight years old. Oh, I'm not kidding. There is a video of me doing a backflip at eight years old. And then we, and then you lost it. And then we, me and you tried to get it in the foam pit. Yep. All of that. Um, yeah. So, well, the weird thing with flips, they are not hard at all. They aren't at all. Literally, all you do is pull back. It's just that huck mentality that you have to get in your mind and going ups, upside down. That's really yeah, and, all it is. And sending it. And sending it, yeah. Yep. So uh, we're at the drop zone. Okay, so for, for the listeners, it, it's really neat how they have it set up is they have four different stations of where you can practice going over drops. Yeah, progressively higher drops, yeah. right? There's one that's like a foot off the ground, and then it goes up to like, I don't know, maybe five or six feet off the yep. ground. And so that was really good for someone like myself trying to learn how to do drops without getting hurt, right? So you can progress. And um, Lacey helped me. She towed me in, it's called, okay, where I followed her because I didn't know how much speed I needed. And so I was able to get to, you know, the third one, which is good. But you guys came up to the drop zone, and what did you do? Oh, uh, we didn't even look at it. We just went down the biggest one. I, again, <laughs> nice. I followed, well, okay, so I looked at it, and I was like, dang, that's pretty big. You know, I might hit three, and then go four. And then I walked back up the scanner, and he goes, I'm going to hit four. I was like, oh, okay. So then uh, I just followed him in on four. So Mind you, you, first run of the day. Oh, that was the first one. Scanner, had you been uh, over number four before? Oh, yeah. Just, okay, yeah. so you remember it from last year. Yeah. Have, yeah. It, but just it was a year off, more times, really. and you just you just sent it, but you yeah. towed Grayson in so he knew the speed. 
Yeah. And okay. What's the uh, cool. what's the toe-in thing like when you when you guys t- explain what you mean when you say toe-in? Grayson just handed me his phone, and what you don't realize is that I'm almost 50 years old. I can't read that. <laughs> it says, "Did you put the ice cream in the freezer? My uh, strawberry Hagen Dazs ice cream." I put the ice cream in the freezer. Okay, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> Dude, he's like so worried about his ice cream. Yes, your ice cream's in the freezer. You're good. Nice. Why? So, so, yeah, to- so towing so, in. To- yeah, to- explain explain the concept of towing in. Like, what does oh, that mean? Okay, so really, <laughs> let's say you're by yourself, right? There's this huge jump. Super sketchy. Now you got one of your friends who knows how to hit it and you go behind them and then you follow them in. So once they hit it and then you hit it, there's a greater chance of you sending it too. And yeah, so just, you know how to, like how much speed you need, yeah. you know where to hit it, mm-hmm. you know, like how much to pull up and all that stuff. So the speed's a big deal. Yeah. Speed is a big deal, especially with drops. You don't want to have too much speed or too little. You were saying earlier that you like the shark fins. Why do you like the shark fin jump so much? Oh, okay. So you should do whips on. Is yeah. that what it is? Because it sets yep. you yeah. up nicely it for sets a whip. You, well, yeah. okay. So well, how I like it is the shark fin. It'll be like this, right? Yeah. Our li- you have to use your words because our listeners can't see your hands. Yeah, I know. I was just, I don't know how to explain it. Um, It's kind of like at a... Use your words, Grayson. What degree do you think words. it would be at? It looks like a shark fin. It, yeah, literally. It's, it looks like a shark fin, right? So... It's that, and then it you goes. You kind of jump sideways yeah, instead and then, of straight on. It's kind of a hit, but not. It's from yeah. there and then yeah. to yeah. there. It's like from there to there. Yeah, again, our, your listeners I know, yeah. don't it's, see It's kind of, so basically, it's a jump into a berm. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a jump into a berm. And how what I really like doing is I moto whip. And so what that is, is I bring the back of my bike out, and it looks kind of like, I don't really know. It looks really cool though. Um and yeah, so style points. Yeah, yep. exactly. And then also I have this really I love doing it. So sometimes there'll be there will be these just single whoops. And I think you saw that a lot and then it'll be like a berm or something. Yeah. So what I always do is I go up on my front I literally do a nose manual for a second, and I whip my back out. Oh yeah, I saw you. Yeah, do that. I was trying to do it too. Yeah, and I do that all the time, and it set. I don't know why I do it, but nose I, manuals are so fun, especially yeah. on BMX. Well, it's not long. I go like I nose mani whip my side out a little bit, and for some reason it sets me up perfect. I just and, it's like a nose mani is effectively like a wheelie on your front wheel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's not that. It's not at like a. Stupid, like degree. It's just like a little bit. It's just kind of like a tap, like a front yeah. tap. Mm-hmm. How, how are you doing that? Are you using your front brake? Or are you just lifting? So the back what I up? do is I lift my back up, and then I like kick my. Um, I saw you doing that down the trail. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I, and, I, I tried it, almost fell. <laughs> it does look pretty cool. Yeah, I love doing <laughs> it. It fun. also looks cool. Um, yeah. so then I'll always do that. Um, and then also when I'm like in the air. Or when my back is in the air, I'll grab my brake, and then as soon as I hit the ground, I let go. Huh. Well, and, and there's one thing I want to make sure our listeners know. So, like, we're talking like this is probably for most of our listeners. Don't jump, at least not like you guys do. No, oh, do yeah. not. I don't want yeah. our listeners to walk away with the perspective that you have to like do these gnarly yeah. jumps to enjoy the bike park. I don't, don't. jump at all. I and never you- jump. I'm old. If I crash, I look at Pink Bike Friday fails and everybody that crashes, 95% of them are in the air. And so I'm just like, you know what? I love to ride my bike. I'm old. It takes me a long time to heal. I'm just going to ride. I'm going to keep my wheels on the ground. And I love this place. That's a really good point. And I'm awful. I'm an awful rider, but I still love this place. No, Josh, you hold your own. I appreciate that. that. But you don't have to be, what I'm saying is you don't have to be like an extreme athlete like Skander or an extreme athlete like Grayson to, to enjoy this. Yeah. Guys, you guys, you guys, uh, what are you looking forward to tomorrow? Uh, Candyland and Hungry Hippo. Um, if my wrists are good enough, I'm really hoping that they're good. I kind of want to try a T-bug. What's a T-bug? So basically you take one hand off the bar and grab your seat and turn your bar at like a 90 degree angle. <laughs> <laughs> We've both done them. We I, did I, them do, at, I do my yeah. on BMX all the yeah, time. Yeah, BMX. And I, don't, I wouldn't do it here. I really wouldn't because the I jumps wouldn't. are too unpredictable. Like uh, there's some that are pretty easy. Like you know on turbo diesel, that one that one like the one first Yeah, jump, yeah. I'm no, gonna do true. that one. 
It's just not. I don't know. I'm just gonna try one hitter first time. Then I'm a second time. I'm just gonna send it. Yeah. Jesus you heard Christ. it here, folks. You heard it here. We'll yeah. be podcasting from the hospital tomorrow night. Uh, <laughs> Fatal. <laughs> don't kill yourself, man, please. I, I got to try to deliver you to at least you're 18 years old. After that, it's on you, right? So yeah. <laughs> let's keep going. Do you guys think you'll ride more bike parks in the future? Mountain I hope. Yeah, for sure. And and do you guys like um, any other kind of mountain biking? Uh, no. No, I just kind of really want to go fast <laughs> and hit jumps. Go fast and hit jumps. Or mountain bike park. Yeah, the mountain bike park in Flagstaff is fun. That's also jumps, but it's yeah, not Fort, downhill. Fort Todd Hill. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I want to yeah, go there. That is a fun oh, place well. where our race was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a that really was the best fun. part of the race. Yeah, that was. Except the, our coach said we couldn't go there the day before, but we did anyways because because you guys are rebels. Yeah, we're bad boys. <laughs> when I look at you guys, that's exactly what I think. Look at those two bad boys. Those boys are bad. All right, boys, you guys got any final thoughts you want to leave our listeners with? Uh, uh, try not to go into trees. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like trees. You guys both like ran into trees today. Yeah, I uh, Seriously? Okay, well, because so Skander, the hip that he hit, he hit it. And it curves um, to the right, so like that. Yep. And um, so I he hit left. it, <laughs> and he hit it straight on, and there was a tree right in front of him, and he was still in the air, so he couldn't make an adjustment. So I tried he, to press my brakes in the yeah, air. He could so not you have landed done with your brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just oh. so just he land. could not have done anything. So he literally would have hit the tree in the air. And I landed on the derp, and I kind of drifted and just went back, and I just kept going. I was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah breaking bumps brought to you by scanner anderson today all right guys well hey thanks a lot for coming on the podcast talking bike parks for, with us letting us know your experience i'm sure our listeners enjoyed it uh do you guys want to give out your phone numbers so if there's any 14 year old girls that want to talk to you uh, <laughs> uh hit us up in the show notes and we'll uh don't give it don't give it i'm just joking all right guys love you take care all right Thank you.